choose life, choose a sport, choose a drop zone, choose a start time, choose a fucking big jump plane, choose turbine engines, speed, unlimited altitude, and endless horizons. Choose height, no low turns, and travel insurance. Choose jump tickets, choose tiny action cameras, choose your mates, choose a rig and matching helmet, choose swoop shorts and a range of fucking fabrics, choose 120 vertical speed and wondering who the fuck you are on a Sunday morning. Choose sitting on that couch, watching debriefs, spirit-saving slow-mos, smashing beers after last load. Choose standing on the podium at the end of it all. Choose a win you'll love every time. And the reasons? There are no reasons. Who needs reasons when you fly NZ Aerosports? Of course, I absolutely love the NZ Aerosports business model. I mean, come on. One glance at an Icarus fuck yeah sticker and you know it lines up perfectly with the fucking pilot mentality. But outside their wonderful use of colorful language and a great company vibe... There's a long list of reasons to say NZ Aerosports, fuck yeah. NZ Aerosports blows me away right out of the gate as a canopy manufacturer with a bold offer. They give you 10 jumps on your brand new nylon to decide if you want to keep it, swap it out, or even return it for a refund. I mean, seriously, how incredible is that? That's like getting halfway through a prom and deciding you prefer the slightly racier date that goes down faster. Seriously, they do that. If you're not madly in love with your new canopy after 10 jumps, they'll let you swap it out for another size or model or even get your money back. And the range of canopies they've got? Man, they've got a style canopy to fit every jumper and every situation with models you know and trust, like the Sapphire 3, the perfect choice for the beginner or intermediate canopy pilot, the Crossfire 3 when you're ready to kick it up that elliptical notch, the JFX 2 if you're looking to up your new swoop game, the Leia as the workhorse and dirt water dirt beast, or the Petra. The Petra cranks out crazy power and is nothing short of a record breaker. But hey, it's not always about speed either. Take the Kraken. Built as a low pack volume canopy, specifically with wingsuiting in mind, she gives you all the performance you're looking for with the reliability you need that'll have you itching for that next formation, rodeo, or puffy cloud. So the equipment is top of the line kick-ass stuff as you already know, but how about the team? Well, the customer service gang is there to sort you out whenever you need them. Maddie and Beto are always there to help with Jen holding the reins. They're available for you at sales at nzaerosports.com and they've got a kick-ass live chat tool on the website if you're wanting to hit someone up right away. These are the crew you're going to want to talk to to get those custom orders in. With the stock nylon, once you know what you want, they'll have that shit on a FedEx truck as soon as the credit card machine says approved and get you in the air in no time. For your custom orders, you'll be able to get a time frame for building and shipping when you design it, so get to it. And demos. They've got demos in the U.S. available from their partner Rock Sky Market. The whole U.S. demo fleet is there with Sapphire 3, Crossfire 3, Kraken, JFX2, and Leia canopies in a range of sizes. They also offer student and tandem demos in the U.S. Bottom line, every step of the way, NZ Aerosports is there to get you what you need, and I personally couldn't be happier to be teamed up with them here on Lunatic Fringe. And now, time to get started with Lunatic Fringe Into the Void, brought to you proudly by NZ Aerosports. Fuck yeah! Coming straight from the cockpit, it's another episode of Lunatic Fringe with the fucking pilot. Ready, set, go. Oh yeah, back in the free candy van for another episode of the Lunatic Fringe with Brian Casterly. You're welcome. Dean, I'm so sorry that I'm taking this over for you, but 
I love you, brother, and we're here to do what we do. So, who the fuck are you, and what do you do? Well, uh, I think I'm motherfucking James England. James England? There you go. Oh, dear Lord. <clears throat> but what do you do? Well, I uh, skydive. You Pretty, do? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Just know? a little bit of skydiving? Yeah, just a little bit. Hmm. Or bowling, I don't know. Bowling, skydiving. How'd you get into extreme sports? Uh, you know, growing up, watching things like Point Break, like, not the new one, but the older one, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, Patrick Swayze and, like, Keanu Reeves, you know? D- Swayze. I mean, come on. You're gonna, you're gonna do anything fun. You're gonna do Swayze fun. Yeah, for sure. So, movies like that, I think, like, really generated the interest, mm-hmm. you know? And then, at some point in time, I just want to be cool, I guess. I don't know. You just gotta be cool. So, by the way, guys, so everyone understands what's happening here, it is midnight on the 4th of July and we've just gone for a bike ride electric bike electric ride. bike yeah, ride for sure but I really I just I really want to understand more about you and your extreme sports so what happened here you that's my daughter coming in by the way and now Hello, she's gone goodbye cheers yeah so extreme sports you were just like I'm gonna watch this movie and now all of a sudden I am James England of Spaceland and I am gonna do tandems and all sorts of good things or like what like I don't even understand I mean I started off like skiing when I was a young kid you know okay my dad was a uh, ski patroller hell yeah started uh, ski racing it's a very expensive thing to do. and it's totally expensive. Skiing is fucking disgustingly expensive. Yeah, it's, I mean, unfortunately, I don't come from money. So my uh, dad came out and pretty much told me, you know, we can't afford for you to race. All right. So, you know, kind of had to, like, make my own way. So I became a ski instructor. All right, but you're you're from Florida. Originally Texas. Originally Texas, but you became a ski instructor... Yeah, my dad was in the military, you know, so we traveled around. Oh, so you're just, like, fucking everywhere. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. All right, that's fucking awesome. But um, dad's side of the family is from California, mom's side of the family is from Florida, so okay. pretty much a mutt. It's kind of traveled around the military, you know, but originally born in Texas, spent a good majority of my life in Texas, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, I know, we started out, dad was a ski instructor, you know, and pushed me into ski racing, and then we couldn't really afford it. Okay. I became a uh, ski instructor. Teaching uh, kids. 10-4. You know, and then uh, snowboarding was uh, really starting to take shape. I think it was uh, I was about 16 years old. Okay. And uh, switched over to snowboarding. And yeah, that was pretty much it, you know, and uh, started snowboarding. Snowboarding is much proper than skiing. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I mean, the other issue, too, was that a bunch of friends that were uh, really awesome, that were already competing and stuff, and always felt like I was, like, in their shadow. Sure. You know, because they were so good. Because they were skiing. I mean, skiing, snowboarding, whatever, you know, trying to keep up with them. And spent a lot of time in the mountains, mountain biking and things like that. And uh, just kind of fell in love with it, you know. Started uh, rock climbing. I uh, was a rock climber for like years, you know. And then eventually just kept coming back to snow sports. And then I'd always uh, thought about skydiving. And I think I was probably in my early 20s living in Houston. Okay. And set up a tandem skydive at... Sky Spaceland Houston. It's like, dude, I gotta go. I gotta go for a jump. Yeah, weather was bad. It was a guy that I worked with at a restaurant. He was a bartender, and he's like, "Yeah, you should come to Scott." I was like, yeah. "Cool." And uh, the weather was terrible. Pouring rain. Yeah, it was just bad. Texas Lightning. storms, whatever else, you know. 
And uh, went out the drop zone, weather was bad, and then just never went back for like the longest time. Yeah, I mean, so. You know, that's the fucked up part about skydiving. It's like you come for the jump, but the weather always sucks. Nonstop, horrible, horrible, horrible weather. And we just wait. And then all of a sudden. I mean, it seems that way, you know, but I don't know. It's kind of like put it in the back of my head. And didn't go back till I was about 26 years old. So I uh, started skiving in uh, Skyv New Mexico at a club. Okay. Yeah. And, Skyv uh, New Mexico. Yeah, so just a club. Planes were privately owned. Very small. Knew nothing about skydiving. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go do it. Mm-hmm. Started skiving out there. Started off with like static line, you know. You started Static Line and yeah. not AFF? Yeah, Static Line, not AFF because I didn't do any research. You know, to where you hang from a plane, do a couple practice handle touches. Just got the handle. And you and just hang on it. and then let go and count 10. And you, just, uh, yeah, like you're you. like, what, 3,500 feet, too, going out. I don't even remember. This is a long like, time ago, you know? I don't know, I don't know. So I started kind of like when I was 26 and like got enough jumps to be able to look at my coach rating. Okay. And uh, the club I was at was very clicky. Wait, so you already had your license. Now you're like, I'm going to get my coach. And that's where we're fucking at from here. Well, yeah, I didn't have the money to pay for the sport. You know I mean? Skydiving is... Uh, Who does? I mean... You make sacrifice when you like kind of figure it out, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. But couldn't afford to pay for it, so it took me about a year to get my A license at the club. Okay. Um, started packing parachutes uh, from about my, I think my fifth or sixth jump. Mm-hmm. My instructor was a rigger, and so I started packing my way through the sport to pay for it. Distracted by women, a bunch of other things, and of course partying, you know, whatever. Well, that's what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it took me about a year to get my license, and then uh, ended up getting enough jumps to get uh, my coach rating. Okay. And I ended up leaving where I was at. At the time, I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So you're in Albuquerque, and now you're like, I'm at my fucking coach rating. I'm going to go explore the world. Well, I decided to go back to Texas, you know. So I left Albuquerque, went back to Texas, and uh, moved to Austin. And uh, there was a small drop zone called Sky of San Marcos, which is now Sky of Spaceland. Ooh, yeah. Yep, Sky of Spaceland, uh, San Marcos. And uh, went there, and uh, I think Terry, Terry Good. Terry Good. Yeah, it was my uh, the first guy I did my recurrence jump with, old school skydiver from back in the day, and uh, went on coach jump, and I landed like right in the middle of peas. He's like, mm. "Do you want a job coaching?" I was like, "Sure, why not?" Was and, Thomas and Whitney there at this point in time or no? Uh, I actually don't remember. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so. It was like back in like two thousand and nine, two thousand ten. I guess spring of 2010. How about those fucking cracks in the ground? Yeah, the uh, never ending like abyss. Abyss. Yeah, yeah. The abyss so, of life. Between like go out there and drop a rock in it and like pretend <laughs> you never hear the it, end of it. It never fucking ends, dude. Those yeah. those cracks in the ground are amazing. Yeah, they like eight skydivers like for a living. Yeah, well, that's know? their job, dude. Yeah. That's, lots, that, that's it. Lots of tip fibs. But anyway, so uh, went on my recurrence jump with Terry Good. Okay. Old school skydiver from back in the day. Landed right in the middle of peas. He's like, do you want to start coaching? I'm like, sure. Yeah, why not? I thought I was going to start start coaching. Just you know, hammer it out. They actually paid for your coach jump. So you got like $10 a jump or something yeah, to learn how to teach, you know? And then uh, it wasn't like that, right? So I'd come out and uh, had to like kind of prove myself, okay. I guess. So I'd come out and like just sit at the drop zone waiting to coach. No jumps. No jumps. No jumps. Just and then, fucking uh, hanging out. Hanging out, you know, started like bringing groceries for the uh, the deli, doing a bunch of like odd jobs around the uh, 
they dropped it on, and eventually, I guess, they got tired of me sitting there. Okay. And they started letting me coach. Okay. Yeah. And, and this is this is where you become James England. Yeah, I mean, I guess for the most part, you know, you kind of discover <laughs> yourself. But yeah, so started coaching, you know, and uh, got paid. I think it was like $10 a jump. And, uh, Word, yeah, absolutely. Kept jumping, really befriended everybody, and it really became my own family. You know, it was uh, pretty much family-owned. Dude, I mean, that drop zone to me is... I know you were there much before it was just baseland, but wow, the people there are just fucking awesome. Well, I think it's just like te- like Texas hospitality, you know? Texas is Texas, but yeah. San Marcos and Austin, the people there are just fucking epic. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, the hardest thing, I think, you start to realize how like clicky it was, you know? You so had to kind of get in where you fit in. That drop zone was clicky? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we had a bunch of old school scavers that used to swoop, like pro swoop back in the day and were uh, well recognized and kind of prove yourself there, you All know? Right. But when you did, people started taking you like under their wing and, and training you. So they pretty huh. much bred me to be a scaving instructor, you know? So That's once, interesting. Yeah, so once I got enough jumps, I think it was like 360 or so, do my FF rating, did my FF rating with uh, Michael Watkins. Mike Watkins yeah, was out there? Yeah, Michael Watkins. Uh, huge huh. shout to Michael Watkins. That guy's a G for sure. I love you. All day long. Yeah, yeah, he's a legend. So I uh, did my AFF pre-course with him. Huh. And then uh, did my FF course, passed that, got my FF rating. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of mind blown that you actually did this all with Mike Watkins. I mean, because like right now, he's just like full-blown fucking hardcore into, I mean, A, teaching people awesome shit but mainly military so well i mean he used to i mean uh he, i think for me like michael Watkins is like very similar to, like jay stokes you know oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but he you know he does a lot of military teaching but also does like a lot of aff teaching and you know examining but it was a great course you know, right. definitely not uh, easy. I think at the time, I don't think I had deployed below 2,000 or above 2,000 feet like the entire time. <laughs> of course, it's always above 200. Uh, sorry, 2,500 feet. Yeah, so they've uh, since changed that. Um, but I got my AFF rating and then uh, kept jumping. Learned how to uh, do AFF on like a, like dual side instructors and then eventually got enough jumps to get my tandem rating. Word. And they got my tandem rating and then uh, I think I was in the medical field for about 12 years, got burnt out, and then uh, cut away and started skiving full time. That was it. Yeah, it was it. But so. where I met you was not Texas, so... No, no, I actually met you in uh, in Atlanta. Atlanta. I actually started seeing some things online for Pussfoot, and you were doing, like, all these different, like, interviews or featuring different, like, military people and things like that, and I was like, who the fuck is this yeah. guy? Regardless of that, but, like, how did you wind up in Georgia? From Texas, you were like, yeah, I'm going to go into Georgia, or I'm going to go have some fucking fun, and wind up in Georgia. Yeah, it's like a whole nother story. So, anyways, left Austin. We and, love stories. Uh, went to uh, Florida to go be with my family. It's going through, like, a pretty difficult time. Yeah. And I taught this uh, really awesome woman how to skydive. What's her name? Uh, Brianna. Brianna. Yeah, Pileshi. Brianna Pileshi. And uh, we really hit it off, and she ended up leaving, going to chiropractic school in Georgia. Yeah. And uh, I was ready to get out of Texas, so I left. And I went to Florida to be around my family. Word. Got down there like a little bit too late, so I couldn't find a job. All the northern drop zones already closed. This is in Florida. Yep, in All Florida. Right. Everybody already come down south to work, so pretty much everyone was full. Drink that. I, uh, Drink it. Yeah, water's delicious. Um, but yeah, 
guys, it's it's like after fucking midnight on July fourth, or now fifth, and we've had a, we've had an awesome fucking day. Yeah, I'm exhausted from electric biking. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. E-biking is fun, but now we're just we're just rapping. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Tell so, me more stories. So All I right. left I left Texas to get like a fresh start. I went to go see my family in Florida, where mm-hmm. uh, my mom's side of family's from, and I uh, got down there too late. And all the northern drops are already closed. Everyone already comes south. And then uh, Trevor and Deland went to go see him. And uh, he's like, hey, if you want to stay here for the slow season, you know, I can work here during the busy season. I was sure. like, cool. I started working at, like, FedEx. Was working absurd hours, you know. Was uh, doing really good with that. And I just got tired of it. Miss Scott, I mean. Sure. So I put out my resume to a bunch of different drop zones. But on paper, <laughs> I look like a very inexperienced instructor. So nobody really hit me back up. So like, how many fucking jumps are we talking about at this point? I mean, I I mean, I just got my tandem rating not too long ago, so it's probably sitting around six hundred. All right. Yeah, something like that. Maybe a little bit more. I can't remember really. Yeah. I stopped logging a long time ago. Logging's bullshit. After you get here, dude. I haven't, lo- I haven't logged yeah. a jump since two hundred. Yeah, it's dumb. Anyways, uh, besides that, not into logging. Um, but yeah, I couldn't find a, a job, and I was getting tired of doing FedEx and stuff like that. And then uh, Breezy, Brianna. She's like, oh, I found this place online, like, Tennessee. She's like, why don't you apply? I was like, cool. Now, this is the chick that you took on a tandem. Yeah. That would later become. I didn't take her on tandem. I taught her, her AFF course. All right, so it was yeah. AFF. But and now. license, yeah. I mean, we'll get, to, we'll get to Breezy in a bit. Yeah, so she left and went to, to Georgia, and we were pretty close. All right. And I left to Texas to go to Florida, and I uh, was tired of doing FedEx. Couldn't find a job because I looked very inexperienced on paper. And then she's like, hey, there's this place up in uh, Tennessee that, uh, you know, is hiring. What DZ is that? It's got Chattanooga. Oh, dude, Chad. Yeah. I, I fucking love that drop song. It's a beautiful place to jump, for sure, you know. Chattanooga is like a fucking awesome spot. Yeah, yeah. Food. Mm. Yeah. So I went ahead and uh, let me rewind real quick. So I left Texas. Breezy flew out to drive back to Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I went to Georgia for a little bit. I think I had like $1,000 in my pocket. My brakes went on my vehicle. Almost got into an accident. Had no money. No Call, money. Called my old uh, DZ manager, Eric Butts. And he hooked me up with Hans Paulson at Sky of Georgia. At the farm. At the farm. The farm. Yeah, the old Sky of the farm, yep. Good old Hans. So I stopped there, spent, I think, two, four weeks or so, I think, in Georgia. All right. Yeah, where Breezy was going to school and stuff, and uh, Hans took me up, was very kind, and I stayed there and worked for a while, and then he asked me to stay. It was, like, wintertime. I was like, no, I can't. I have to go to Florida. And uh, left and went to Florida, but I got some more money in my pocket, got to Florida, did that whole FedEx thing, and then uh, couldn't find a, a skiving job. In Florida. In Florida, yeah. But you were like northern Florida. No, no, Tampa. Tampa. You were Tampa. I just got down there too late. Like you have to like I got there in like November, you know? And all the like northern instructors go down during the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit too late, but talked to Trevor Deland. He's like, you know, if you want to stay for a slow season, I can work you there. I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. I sick my job. And then Breezy found Scott Chattanooga and I applied and Justin replied and got the job. And it was like an hour and a half, two hours from where Breezy was at. So I went from Florida uh, drove up to Georgia, Word. started working at Sky of Chattanooga. All right. Uh, during the winter time, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's a good operation. It's a tandem factory. Not so much anymore. Not so much anymore, but at the time it was, you know. But getting to a drop zone in that region in the winter time is pretty slow. 
You know? Word. Yeah. So I mean, we were uh, pretty much starving. Eating a bunch of ramen, ramen peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Making margaritas in the coffee maker, but that's like a whole different story. So well, yeah, we we'll get to that. So I did uh, some time there, um, and then I noticed on Facebook that Kevin Purdy from Sky of San Marcos, he's the gentleman that got my tandem rating. Shout out to Kevin. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Love you, uh, Kevin Purdy. I saw that him and Deloria were going to uh, Georgia. As soon as they left, they had left San Marcos to go work at Spaceland Houston. As soon as they left and went to Georgia, I knew Steve Boyd, the owner of uh, Spaceland. Mr. Boyd, shout out to you. Amazing, amazing motherfucker for sure. Dude, Steve is the fucking coolest dude in the world. Their entire family is amazing, right? All the Boyds. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. These guys are just, I mean, and look what they're doing for the sport, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't go to a drop zone. Uh, sorry, you can't go to a Spaceland drop zone and not expect to eat an omelet off the bathroom floor. They're they're absolutely perfect. There's nothing dirty about a Spaceland. There's nothing unprofessional <coughs> about a Spaceland. There's not the planes, the facilities, you you name it. Like Mr. Boyd, thank you for what you've done for this. Oh, sport. for sure, for sure. So uh, you know, Kevin had left uh, San Marcos when to go work for Spaceland Houston, and when I saw they were going to Georgia, I just knew. That they were going to open a drop zone. I sure. just knew it, right? So I was working in Chattanooga at the time, starving during the wintertime, and uh, Kevin hits me up. He's like, hey, I'm in Georgia. I was like, cool. What are you doing? He's like, well, uh, I'm opening a drop zone. Oh, yeah. Which uh, is Space in Houston <coughs> on the old uh, Sky the Farm, or I'm sorry, Space in Atlanta, which Atlanta. is on the old yeah. uh, Sky the Farm property. He's like, hey, do you want to come down and check it out? I'm like, sure. So I drove down from Chattanooga to um, Rockmart, Georgia, and I checked it out. And uh, I'd never worked at Spaceland before, you know? Never before? I mean, you jumped never. at them all, but you never worked at one. Well, it was like after the fact, you know? All right. So I uh, went over there, and because you remember my tandem was can't, well, the weather was bad, so I couldn't jump in Houston, but sure. years later, and then uh, checked out the thing and saw their program and stuff. And, you know, I love doing tandems, but, you know, I like coaching and, you know, doing AFF and things like that. I think Spaceland has a badass AFF program and spent the day down there. They were still building it, putting everything together. And Kevin's like, hey, do you want to come work for me? I was like, let me think about it. So I left, started driving back to Chattanooga. I think I'd be on the road for like 30 minutes. And like, all my was like, yo, fuck yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. Yeah. So Chattanooga's great. And a big shout out to Justin and Sylvia for the opportunity. But, you know, I need to do more. You know, I want to do more AFF. Sure. More coaching, things yeah. like that. They weren't quite there yet in Chattanooga, so uh, ended up moving from Chattanooga down to Spaceland, uh, Atlanta. I mean, it's not that far of a ride either. No, it's like an hour and a half, maybe yeah, two hours or so, yeah. That's also where Breezy was at, going to chiropractic school, so. And it's just the love of your life. Yeah, it kind of worked out. Tom, I didn't know that, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then uh, the ended up staying in a tent on a drop zone, living on a tent in a drop zone for like a year <laughs> and a half, which is like, and by, and, and by tents, guys, I mean like a huge, like, eight by ten tent with like power cords going from the box all the way to the tent with like a surround sound system and a big screen Fuck tv yeah. something stupid right it's chilling yeah we used to do movie nights in my tent it was pretty dumb all right so for all you that have never been to spaceland atlanta it's fucking shangri-la right like this place you roll up and it it's literally it's it, it's a farm right like it, it's gorgeous there's a runway that they don't generally will launch anybody from 
it's just this really beautiful property with a couple of ponds and really epic people and you, you just you, you just got to go you got to go see it like Spaceland Atlanta is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it, yeah for sure. It's, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's yeah. Go- dude, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I mean, it's Georgia. I mean, Georgia's beautiful. Never so. mind Georgia. It, it just the property itself, the I mean, facility. It's, it's like 15, 20 minutes from like small towns like Rock yeah. Mart and like uh, Cedar Town. But I sure. mean, it, when you're on the property, it's almost like it's its own island of. Shangri-La, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking sure. Shangri-La. It's always been. I, I drove there my first time after working Hurricane Michael yeah, yeah. down in the Gulf. And I was like, I got to go see some drop zones. And I drove up. And holy shit, Kevin was like the coolest dude ever. Yeah. yeah. And fell in love with the fucking place. Well, I mean, that, that's the weird thing about it is that, we're, you know, they opened that drop zone. And after being there for a while, you know, they brought a bunch of the Houston crew up there to open it. We got a good start. And then I started seeing your... Uh, online posts you know featuring different skyvers posts i'm like who the fuck is this guy you know oh, just a somewhat okay sky and then i came into the drop zone and i saw a <laughs> bunch of your fucking stickers sitting on the fucking table well dude i i went there and i i literally gave kevin a fucking flag and a bunch of stickers yeah, but yeah. never mind pussfoot the fucking drop zone is just epic yeah and the people the yeah, people yeah. are really really awesome yeah, oh, so, so, yeah, southern hospitality for sure. For fucking sure, dude. It's, so, it's it's an amazing place. So how was it? You guys like you know stopped by the drop zone or something like that at one point, and that's how I met you and Kevin. No, no, how you met Kevin and I was I had I had swung by that drop zone. Right. Um, I met Kevin Purdy and Deloria, and they were just like super awesome people. And then all of a sudden they were like, "Hey, can you come organize?" And I really wasn't organizing at that point in time. Again. I'm a somewhat okay skydiver. And all of a sudden, I'm being invited by Spaceland. So it was like, yes, we're going. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think the first conversation I met, uh, you and Kevin, like, really started vibing out, you know? And I think that it was... Uh, the real connection was talking about grassroots skydiving, essentially. Well, that's you know? what it's all about, right? We want retention. We want people to stay in the sport. For sure. Which is one of the big problems nowadays in skydiving. It's so cliquish and so elite to an extent, right? Sky gods. That we, we, we lose... You know, from, you know, when someone gets their A license, the retention of the sport is so low because if you don't have that grassroots connection with people wanting to mentor and do those things. Absolutely. Yeah. People get like, they're like, man, I didn't really feel like I belong, things like that. For me, what it was, was I'm getting my license at Skydive the Ranch. I love the fucking people. Um, I'm partying. I'm having a time in my life. All of a sudden, I have my A license and I can't get anyone to help me pack i can't do this i can't do that um what sorry revert while i was getting my a license i actually had i had a red bull skydiver which is jeffro provenzano shout out to you my man um we're gonna we're gonna move his phone so he doesn't keep touching the wood um and dude nobody would hang like yeah you you you'd go party at the dz you go have some fun but nobody would like sit there and i'm sorry to all of you up there but nobody would give me the fucking time of day and all of a sudden i have a a red bull skydiver who you know to me was like the shit i'm like holy crap i've got jeff rope up i mean he still is dude he's the shit he's the nicest fucking dude in the world it's a weird thing about as you meet these people some of these guys you you don't even know who the fuck they are well and they're amazing I, i met him i met him through my fucking daughter my eight year old daughter 
was like in love with Amy Chimalecki, and I'm like, who is Amy Chimalecki? And she's like, Dad, you gotta go, come, gotta come watch her. I'm like, who, who is this? Like, I, I don't know anything about fucking skydiving, but my daughter is all into it, and all of a sudden they're all up hanging out, like, and I'm like, wow, that's fucking pretty damn cool for my daughter and for me. You're hanging out with us, and then he wound up doing my coach jumps, and after that I said, you know, like, I'll never be. Maybe I'm, I'm never going to be a sky god, nor would I want to. But for me, it was like, I want to take everything that was ever given to me, and I want to kind of push it back onto everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's like giving back. I mean, yeah. That's the thing, right? So you have to find mentors that help you out, and you want to give back to the community. And, you know, some of us are very fortunate to find those people, and yeah. other times not, you know? I want to go hang out. I want to go, like, I want to talk to you about your first jump. I want to talk to you about... You know, your gear. I want to do anything. I want to talk to you about everything there is to know about skydiving. Because I love the fucking sport. And I love the people that are in it. Now, when I first met you, I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy is gorgeous. How am I to go load organize when there is this handsome fella? (laughs) (laughs) This fucking guy. You know what? You're wearing a Hurley hat right now you just fixed it but when I first met you you were wearing one too and I had the big you know her- yeah Hurley by the yeah. way I, you should sponsor me because it's like all I wear it's really ridiculous do you hear that helicopter above our I house do. right it's now pro- it's probably the uh, Popo's Jesus that thing's fucking loud yeah yeah but so I mean that yeah the conversation we had was about grassroots so I, and how at my home drop zone when I first like learned how Scott I didn't really feel super part of the group you know Sure. Kind of miss that. So we talked about retention grassroots. So I think that's where we like really hit it off, you know. So I think you know your strengths is that you want to give back to community, you know. And well, regardless of that, I mean, the fucking community deserves people to give shit back to it. Right. And it's difficult when you go out to a drop zone, and you know, there's a huge gap between your A license and uh, buggy shredders. You yeah. know, so it's it's hard to get people to do that, and. That's what we want to do, you know. I want to jump with people and, and teach like yeah, newbies dude. or everything else, you know. So, you guys started organizing. We did all that, and then I got a lot of experience in uh, Atlanta, and then we eventually left Atlanta and went to uh, Burlington, Vermont. And la- last time I'd seen, uh, yeah, Breezy took a job in Burlington, Vermont. And last time I saw you and Kevin, you know, I, I was just got done working at iFly Atlanta for like three years and like part time scouting on the weekends, yeah, you know. Dude. You're like, man, if you get, want to come. You know, hang out with this like badass drops on Call Sky of Sussex. Let me know, we can hook you up. I was like, cool. Fuck yeah, dude. And then uh, I got that organizing gig. What was that like 2019? I think it was like September, August in Shenandoah. <sighs> Trying to think, like, it went from me being uh, a jumper and starting Pussfoot to all of a sudden every DZO, like, yo, can you come organize? Can you do this? You're bringing all these new jumpers in. Let's go have some fun. I mean, you also throw a really good party, too. I, I fucking love to party, dude. I love to party. Yeah, for sure. Me I too. may not I may not be the best skydiver, but I will fucking out-party the 18-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of those things. That, but then you have, like, old-school partying at drop zones and, like, positive partying at drop zones during boogies. Like, like doing events, baby yeah. drops, things like that. You gotta go drops, have fun. You know? 
And you gotta talk to everybody. You, know, you just gotta have a fucking good The time. Grease Pig racist where you get a bunch of dudes chasing another dude and like an American flag thong tackling them and there's yeah, these dudes dude. just, just oiled up and sweating all over each other. It's yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah. I started that Grease Pig and I'm yeah. never gonna stop it. But That, that so, was a good boogie for sure. I'm trying to think. We, okay, so we met at... Space Atlanta. Atlanta. And we organized. It was Guru and you. And I remember being like super baby load organizer like... No, well, I think I think they Space Land asked you to come out and organize, they did, right? Because they, they needed more, you know, they wanted more grassroots. They, yeah, they needed like you know someone to run the show from sure. the ground, and, and they wanted then, a party. And then they brought a fuck guru, fuck that guy, fuck guru. Yeah, you can probably find those stickers. <laughs> out there. Guru is. Uh, I'll tell you a story. So I want to hear it. When I was working at Space Land Atlanta, Steve Boyd used to fly us uh, to Houston to help out. You know, on his King Air. Sure. And we all take a trip and go out there and work. And, and I got a story about the King Air after you're done. And, you know, in Houston, you know, I was excited to go because it's like, you know, some of the best jumpers in the United States are out of space in Houston. Yep. And uh, kept hearing about this guy named fucking Guru. Guru. Yeah, Guru. Fuck who the, Guru. Who the fuck is Guru, right? He's a Guru. Guru. I can't even say it anymore. Guru. Guru. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Guru was a uh, pretty badass uh, motorcycle stunner out of California that started skydiving. Uh, became a G, and he was a well-known name at Spaceland, and I just wanted to jump with the guy, right? So I went up and talked to him. I was like, hey, you know, is it, you know, I'd like to jump with you sometime, whatever else, you know, sure. what can we do? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll jump. Cool, cool. Hey, you got some fun. Yeah, yeah. And we're there for a few days, and uh, did I ever jump with Guru? Uh, no, because fuck you, fuck Guru. Fuck Guru. <laughs> but my girl was there with me, Breezy, you know, she's pretty hot. Just kidding, she actually is really hot. She's your girl. So yeah, she's I'm my not, girl. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say how she looks, but that's your girl. Yeah, I think she was wearing some yoga pants that day and like a sports bra or something, and uh I've been trying to jump a guru like all day. Fuck that almost guy. like a fanboy. And he uh walks up to my girl while I'm talking to her and he's like, Hey, do you wanna go for a skydive? Oh no. I'm like, Okay, cool. So she's like, Oh hell yeah, I'll go jump with this guy. Guru takes Breezy on a skydive. Right. Fucking guru. Yep. So, uh, doesn't go with me, takes her up. Do their skive together and comes down. I'm sitting there talking, and guru's like, hey, do you want to uh, check out this video? I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, cool, cool. Takes me over to the TV in the, in the packing room, or hang out in this space in Houston, and turns it on, and there's my chick. Eggs in the plane. Yep. Boobs pretty much popping out of her shirt. Of course. And Guru pauses it. He's like, look at this. He's like, check her out, dude. She's crushing it. Oh, no. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, oh, what are you doing, right? no. And then continues to play it. And uh, Breezy's a decent, you know, free flyer. And she sat fly the whole skydive. And Guru <laughs> and uh, some other guy, I can't remember his name, just absolutely shredded around her. Like, users like a pylon to, like, come up and take docs, <laughs> point a reference to all their stuff. And, uh, yeah. He's like pretty badass, yeah. And I'm like, man, fuck you. You know, fuck <laughs> you, Guru. Um, he had no idea who she was to. No, he knew. He fucking knew. Uh, he fucking knew. No. But Guru's a good dude. So anyways, so at that point I said, fuck Guru, you know. Is that where the sticker came from? No, I think it came from something else. Not really sure, mm-hmm. you know, fuck Guru. But uh yeah, that was the first encounter with that, uh son of a bitch. So uh anyways, yeah. So <laughs> Guru, they brought Guru up from uh, Houston to, to organize. He's an amazing flyer. Fucking um, guy can shred. Yeah, guy's a fucking like freaking nature, man. Like, God damn it. 
stops like stunting, goes out and starts shredding. No, he's uh, doing fucking movies. Yeah, I think he got like an unlimited pass. Well, he wasn't doing movies before he came to uh, until he moved to Atlanta, but I think you know he got like an unlimited pass, started shredding, and uh, saw him a couple more times. We started talking. He's a really nice guy, man. Dude, totally cool. Totally fucking cool, man. Yeah. So, like when I my 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 first real LO job was down there, you know, and here I am. I'm like, I got to do my job. You know, you yeah. get Scott. Scott's like. Scott Latinus, shout out to you. He's I like, yeah, you're here. This is a Spaceland job now. This is different than what you're used to. I know you load organize, and I'm doing my air quotes. Um, mainly, all I did was ever throw a party. And here I am at a Spaceland gig for the first time. And what do you, you uh, clean your hands? Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's COVID, bro. I mean, I, I don't want to, like, you know, just trying to clean myself. I don't know. I just want to lick your fingers. Hey, man, you can. fucking beautiful. Yeah, Scott Latinus. Let's rewind that for a second. Scott Latinus. Scott. Yeah. yeah. Before you guys started organizing for Space Lamb, Scott contacts me, you know, because he used to be the like, chief instructor at SNTS. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's like, what do you think about these guys? Oh. I'm like, honestly, Scott, I'm like, I don't fucking know, but they're a good time. (laughs) And Scott's like, all right, well, I guess you're vouching for him. I'm like, sure. You never even fucking knew us. Yeah, I never even fucking knew you guys. Here you are sleeping at my house. Yeah, yeah, here I am sleeping at my house. It's Fourth of July. I may have uh, had a little bit, you know. Hey, drink. Have some fun, dude. Hang out. But yeah, Scott, Scott brought, uh, he brought me down. This was even before Kevin was even involved, but Kevin's always with me, and he's like, yeah. What can Kevin do? I'm like, Kevin is a fucking... He's a shredder. He's going to go ahead and film everything you want, Scott. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, so my first L, like real LO job was down in... That's when I met you in yeah. Atlanta. Um, and here's this guy, Guru. And he was like... He was fucking intimidating, dude. And so were you. With Why, your fucking... Dude? dude, you got that hat and that hair. And you're all wow. fucking sexy. I and mean, I'm I, like, ah. I, I mean, here's the thing. I look like a pro... Fly like a chump. That's all hey, I used to it, dude. You are the most fucking real dude. I mean, you're fucking awesome. I you're awesome. I, 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 I honestly, I probably would have stopped load organizing if it wasn't for you and like chats and your fucking cabin in the woods and oh, yeah. breezy the and cabin in the woods. Dude, yeah. you just you're a fucking chill dude. Like I remember being so like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm like a brandy new skydiver. Yeah, I can party. Yeah, I got puss foot. And I love, I love the fucking party. But here you are. And you fucking like coached me through load organizing. And now I'm, I met like 20 boogies a year because yeah. of you. I'm pretty sure my advice was like, you know, uh, just fake it till you make it. Fake it till yeah, you make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, the God's honest truth is you tell everyone I'm, I'm a somewhat okay skydiver. And I'm here to make sure you have some fucking fun. I don't care that you have... 26 jumps let's go fucking hammer it i mean that's the thing i mean you like to have fun you know yeah and it's all that matters but yeah you like to have fun too dude yeah yeah yeah. partying yeah for sure i mean we we met we uh we partied we had a good time down there i got you involved in a lot more load organizing after that yeah yeah i started like organizing out in uh, virginia stuff a couple other things burning low man that was uh legit burning low was a fucking great boogie but now you're at sussex and you're just like hammering that shit out yeah so like let's rewind real quick so i I just left uh you know i fly atlanta breezy taking position up in uh, vermont and thank you for that backpack for my daughter oh you're welcome yeah Yeah. my i fly backpacker gave us um you know ryan was 
fly in a tunnel a lot and uh, yeah, yeah. somehow didn't get an iFly bag. Never got one. So I was like, that's, <laughs> you know, fuck iFly. That's fucking stupid. Um, yeah. She, and you know what? For especially, oops, burped, especially for the, uh, the handicap stuff, like yeah, the all the abilities yeah, night. Yeah. She ran that shit I mean, up here. I, I mean, bullshit, man. You can say your daughter's handicapped, but she definitely flies fucking better than I do in a tunnel for sure. Well, I tell you what, now that she's actually gotten some strength in her legs, yeah, dude, the fucking lacrosse, the field hockey, well, the she, tunnel. If she's handicapped, I'm just stupid. I mean, uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, yeah, she didn't yeah. have an iFly bag, so I gave her my iFly bag. But well, yeah, so because uh, you're a fucking gentleman. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, uh, Breezy taking a job in uh, Vermont, and you and Kevin were like, hey, if you're ever down, let me know. We can get you a job. Uh, hook me up with an organizing job over at Shandoah. And then that's when uh, I think Shauna or Rich asked me if I wanted a job. I'm just going to hit this bug. Oh, be careful, dude. Oh, my gosh. Get there it. you go. Oh, my God. It's big. So, organizing Shandoah, we were driving from Georgia up to Vermont, stopping in Virginia, and uh, organized for the weekend. That was a fucking great weekend. It was a fucking great weekend, man. Dude, and then, Shenandoah uh, is an awesome little drop zone. Yeah, for sure. And then, at the end of it, I think Rich or uh, Shauna said, hey, do you want a job? I was like, fuck yeah. So, uh, you know, Vermont doesn't have a lot of big drop zones. They sold Sky of Addison. I think Oli bought Sky of Addison, turned to, like, Sky of, like, Vermont Scaving Adventures or something like that. Um, I started driving four and a half hours one way, nine hours round trip, come down to Sussex. <coughs> Sounds fucking crazy, but, uh, you know, I've worked at a lot of drop zones. Sure. You know, and uh, Sussex is just a badass fucking drop zone, man. Dude, you fucking drive Vermont. Vermont. Yeah. down to Jersey and you do it every weekend yeah it's like four and a half hours one way but I have friends down here you and Kevin like come down and hang out with but uh yeah started working at Sussex and it's just a really good fucking drop zone Fuck man, yeah, you know dude. like Winnie is uh a really good human being and, and when he says Winnie he means rich Windsor yeah 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 and I mean the good thing about Sussex I mean oh, it's yeah. like my first impression was that the instructors were all on point yep Everyone's super safety oriented. Hundred percent. Super experienced. Yeah, dude. And they just immediately treat me like family. Well, dude, I, I send every single one of my UFO friends to Sussex yeah. because of that. Like, I know for a fact that they're not only going to get a safe skydive, but they're going to get an experience where yeah. they're treated like, dude. Let's think about it. Like your first skydive. Your first skydive is basically your wedding. You should be treated as such. You want to go, you want to fucking, you want to jump, you want to get a cocktail, you want to hang out. Um, and guys, I'm really sorry right now. I'm, just, I'm digging through a drawer um, for a pen because I have to make a signature. Um, but, you know, like, when you go for your first skydive, it... We all we all joke about like the hufo and whatnot, but like in reality, it's a huge moment, right? Like we're going for that skydive. We're going for this amazing moment in time. This this fuck. How do you even explain it? Like you're going, you're jumping out of a plane, and it's amazing. And sometimes you go to a drop zone and you're not treated as such. It's like oh. I just want your money, and that's that, and that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, yo, dude, I want to go. I want to have a fucking experience. I want to go party with the, the drop zone. I want to go have fun. I want. I want. I want the whole fucking experience. Well, I'll think about that. When I first met the entire instructor crew that came out to do tandems at Shandoah, I'd never met him before. Sure. 
and uh, introduce myself, and they were just very welcoming, well, and just immediately I felt like family. That you know? drop zone in Shenandoah, I think we flew down for that one, right? You did. I drove. You dro- yeah, but you, was, you were driving up. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, like, what a fucking, what a great buggy. Yeah, for sure. It was great, man. The, all the instructors were super, like, welcoming. I told them I was going to come work for them. And they offered me a job at Sussex, and then the next season I started jumping at Sussex. And you've been there ever since. Yeah, second season at Sussex. Um, I love it there, man. It's probably... Hands down, one of the best drops I've ever worked out. For They're sure. doing like 160 tandems a weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty stupid. You know, I mean, it's uh, people are like, why are you driving nine hours round trip? I'm like, well, when you're doing, you know, 30 to 40 tandems a weekend. Well, that's just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like today, like what we did, like, I think we like did like 17, 18 jumps today. Oh, today. Today, yeah. and that's the Fourth of July. But I, I know for a fact that that drop zone, Sussex. Besides the fact that I mean the planes are good, uh, the people are awesome. It's forty-five to fifty minutes outside of Manhattan. I mean, it, I mean it's pretty normal for like a large drop zone to be about an hour. You know, yeah, but like I mean, a, they're fucking hammering tandems. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. Like I, I got there and started just working, and suddenly you're doing like twenty tams a fucking day, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. But outside of that, the biggest thing is like the safety of the drop zone. Dude, safety to me is the number one. Like when I know that I can go send somebody to Sussex and tell them, "Yeah, go find James." And that he's going to give you a fucking awesome tandem and you're going to be safe. And I don't have to fucking worry about a goddamn thing that yeah. I just sent my my family member, like my sister or my cousin, up to go see you. Dude, fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really awesome, man. The biggest thing, too, is like being in this area and having it blow up so much. Like most of the people that come there are referrals yep. from their friends. Yeah. You know, it's super busy. So, I mean, it's it, it was a great opportunity great drops you know i really appreciate you for giving me the opportunity and uh shauna and rich for giving me the opportunity but uh yeah fucking sky of sussex man i love it it's it's fucking all you all day you speak for yourself you want do you want a cocktail yeah 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 yeah. you got uh yeah ladies and gentlemen he's going to have a twisted tea twisted yeah yeah sorry if i sound away from the microphone but that's where i'm at i'm gonna throw this into my box boxes I mean, but the biggest thing is like, you know, working for Spaceland for, you know, leaving Spaceland was uh, really difficult. Oh, dude, I couldn't even imagine leaving your home where you lived. I mean, you yeah. were down in Georgia forever. Yeah, yeah. Well, fact- well, I mean, I started off at San Marcos and then transferred to Spaceland and just, you know, Spaceland was, you know, it's, they have a vision, you know, Steve Boyd has a vision, Scott Evans. You know, and it's uh, there. It's a great drop zone. You know, there might be some, you know, some uh, people may disagree with that, but the AFF program is like top notch. Well, what know? do you What do you think Steve's vision is for skydiving? Retention of the sport, for sure. Well, sport retention's huge, right? But I also feel like his mentor program, his aircraft, the facilities, everything about a Spaceland drop zone to me. Is perfection. I mean, to, yeah, I mean, there's always room for improvement, but it is. I mean, the Boyd's vision, Steve, you know, he and I used to be really close, love the guy, junior and senior, was to get retention of the sport and yep. redefine the sport's got having. You know, and they're really, 
they've really done that. You know, they want to take people and turn, you know, they just don't want to take them from, you know, do a TAM. They want to take a TAM, turn the TAM into a student and sure. take a student and turn the student into a coach okay. and turn a coach into a AFF and then to a, a TAM and breed them up. So but it was really hard to leave because, you know, they had done so much for me Yeah, and give me an opportunity to really grow. And, you know, most of the stuff I've learned and refined my skills have been at Spaceland. You know? You're a fucking shredder. So. I don't know about shredder. Eh, I don't know about you know, shredder. You're being modest. That, 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 that's, you know, I don't yeah. know. This is James England we're talking about here. I mean, yeah, but I've never been to Live Bigs in Houston. You know, I'm not Dude, that big of a you shredder. Can, you can fucking fly. Well, I appreciate that. You, 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 I appreciate you that. upset me when I can't fly nearly. I mean, a tenth of what you do. Yeah, but there's people that fly like a thousand over like what I do. You know? You're being modest. Maybe modest. Yeah. Hey. I mean, it's good. So when I left Spaceland, you know, uh, I it was really difficult to leave. Talked to, you know, Steve Boyd and uh, Senior and Junior. And I told them, like, you know, told Kevin, like, hey, you know, I heard there's an iFly opening in Atlanta. I'm going to apply for it. And I did. And I got the job. Mm-hmm. So I had to leave. And uh, had to have a really difficult conversation with, at least what I felt was difficult with, you know, senior and junior, sure. you know, talking about it. Because I told them that, you know, I loved the opportunity and the family and everything else, but I needed to follow my path. You, you got to do what you got to do. You know, and uh, both of them, in separate conversations, told me, like, I would be upset if you didn't leave. Right? Well, see, that's the thing about the boys, right? Like, they, look, if you look at their drop zones... Right. Um, we're going to move this off of that because it is bouncing on the microphone. Sorry, my bad, my bad. You're good. Um, but anyway, so the Boyds, I feel like they put so much into their drop zones. They yeah. put so much into their talent that if you weren't to leave, that would be almost like a kick in the face to them. Yeah. Because look what you did. You wound up at Space... Uh, I'm sorry. You wound up at I Fly Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. You took... How many people from fucking zero to hero? I know. I had a pretty large coaching base band, but I also like converting the sky, you know. But sure. I mean, the biggest thing too is that you know the Boyds gave me an opportunity to for a career as yeah. baseline. You know, and that was the most difficult thing. And then you know, telling them I'd applied, and you know, Stevie Junior, you know, was a super awesome human. Know, by was the a champion back in the day, and the fastest way to get better at skydiving is to be a tunnel instructor. You know, so I took the opportunity, but they had done so much for me, I felt guilty for leaving. All right, you know, and uh, had that conversation with a uh, senior and junior, and both of them at separate times said, you know, we would be upset if you didn't leave, right? Because they understood that I wanted to progress and get better. Sure, you know, so I walked <coughs> away from Spaceland, which. Sometimes I wonder where I would be if I had stayed with them. Okay. You know, because they'd offered me a career, essentially, yeah. in Skyrim. You'd probably be a DZM yeah. somewhere. Yeah, and, and they, they wished me the best, mm-hmm. and uh, I went on my way. But you, you have, you, so you know, like, if you had stayed with Spaceland, yes, you would be a DZM. You have that personality to you. I don't know where... about, I, don't, I mean, I don't know about would have been DZM, but I mean, that was definitely an option. You would have been. You would have been DZM. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, dude, you're super awesome with people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have you sleeping at my house tonight with my children if I didn't think you were an awesome human being. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely wanted to be that, and the, the opportunity was there, you know. So it was difficult to walk away, and I think the biggest thing too is that you know when they had first opened Spaceland, like in the new drop zone, mm-hmm. 
we were a bunch of instructors on the drop zone, came out in tents, like pretty much starving. Yeah, yeah. You know, trying to make our way. And uh, noodles. Steve did this really awesome thing, which he probably doesn't want me to talk about, but, you know, no one was making money, so he gave the instructors money and said, you know, this is kind of a stipend for, you know, to help you out until we get busy. This was yeah. in Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah. And uh, I didn't take that stipend. You didn't take it? I didn't use it. Why not? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just felt like I need to work for it and like find my own way. Nothing against the people that did, but he wanted to take care of the instructors. I didn't use it. And then uh, I think right before I left, you know, Steve and I used to walk and talk up and down, you know, the space in Atlanta. You know, yeah, get, that big get, old walkway. Getting the steps in. Like Steve was big sure. into like the steps app. We'd do all that thing, but we'd walk and talk. You know, I like to think that Steve and I were, you know, really close and talked about it. And uh, he came up to me one day, like, before, like right before I left. Mm-hmm. And. Gave me a big hug, and then put his hand out and shook my hand. It was a handful of cash. Did you take it? I tried not to. Hey, yeah. Look, you did a lot of things. You opened that drop zone. I mean, a, a group of us opened the drop zone. Yeah, a, a, yeah. Gr- a group of you opened that drop yeah. zone, but y- you you went above and beyond. I mean, I loved it, man. You know, why, why, why be upset about a, well, a shake? Well, I mean, I wasn't upset, but yeah. And, and then Steve put, you know, shook my hand, gave me a hug, uh, shook my hand. There's a, a wad of cash in it, and he's like, "Hey, I just want to let you know that you know all the instructors took that, you know, that stipend, that money mm-hmm. that we gave him to help him out, but you didn't." I was like, "Steve, I'm not gonna take your money." He's like, "No, you gotta take it." So I took it. So like a year, like a couple years after that had happened, he remembered that, you know. Sure. Dude, Steve is a fucking awesome, awesome person. I mean, some people might say, oh, it's Steve Boyd. He owns everything. Steve is a fucking, he's a grassroots, down-to-earth, really awesome human being. Well, well, think about this. I mean, the the Boyds themselves, I I feel like they're really good human beings. Absolutely. Have offered the opportunity for a lot of people to excel and have touched a lot of lives. Yeah, I mean, look look what they do. You, You get your A license. Okay, you get your B now, all of a sudden, you can get your, not coach rating, but you can do... Mentor jobs. The mentor. Yeah, yeah. And you go through mentor. And if you ask me, some of the best skydivers I've ever met come out of Spaceland because they get these mentor jumps. And they're they're actually brought, like, it's not just, oh, you've got 50 jumps, you get your B license. Oh, wait, now you got your 200, I'm going to get your coach rating, and you're off coaching. No, this is like... You've got Spaceland behind you, and they're gonna go ahead and like fucking make sure you know what you're doing. And oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, the thing with like coaching is that when you become a coach, you become a coach to learn how to teach. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, sure. kind of, it's kind of an absurd concept that we have people with a minimum of like hundred jumps teaching people how to skydive. But sometimes those hundred jumpers are, are just special. Well, I mean that. I mean, essentially, teach you how to coach, you know. And then uh, Space identified that retention in the sport was an issue, and that you know they offer free mentor jumps up mm-hmm. to jump one hundred at the drop zone, sure. you know, which is great. So, you know, this wasn't a conversation about Spaceland, but I we keep coming back to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the boys are uh, really amazing, yeah, and really helped me. Become who I am. They gave me an opportunity, you know, and they were super supportive. And, you know, the the thing that years later that we'll never forget is they would literally give you the shirt off their back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's cool. I I, I remember 
um, there's there's like this <laughs> Facebook group called like Idiots of the Drop Zone yeah. or something, and all of a sudden someone hit me up and goes, "Yo, dude, you're on this," and I'm like, "I'm I'm on that. All right, yeah. I've arrived." Let me let me tell you about idiots real quick. Let me tell you about idiots. So it's a quick story, right? So oh, man, you ruined my story. You know, Robbie uh, Rushton was the chief instructor at the time. I was a SNTA. Word. And we were doing our things, and I was getting a swooping, right? Yeah. Trying to learn how to do it. Got pretty good at it. Yeah. And started about, pushing the limits a little bit too far. It's all about your risers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. Yeah. And uh, tug on him. It was me and an AFF student. All right. Just me and him. They had sent the, I mean, they literally sent the plane with just the student and I. He was doing his A license in a week. Just me and the student on the plane. And I was like, oh, I'm going to swoop, right? My Velo 111, get out. The wind direction changed. I didn't get the, like, correct, like, setup point. Everything was wrong with it. But in my head, I was doing so good. I was like, oh, I got this. Dude, you're going to get this. laid. You're fucking swooping. Yeah, I got this. So uh, I decided to throw this fucking swoop that I knew I probably shouldn't. And I did it anyways. I was uh, low. Hmm, happens. Tried to uh, hit the rears. Didn't help. Stab on toggles and uh, pretty much hit the ground going super fast. like Almost like a baseball slide. <laughs> you tumble. At, like ass first to my shoulder and I hit so hard I bounced and like kept going. Yeah. And then Justin uh, Bender, who was the time one of my close friends, hope you're doing good Justin, was in the, like walking down the gravel. Justin. And the look on his face when I impacted the ground and did skipped across he, what it. What do you think you were dead? I mean, his eyes were like the size of like saucers. Well, dude, you see but, your homeboy hit the fucking ground. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty bad. I was fortunate to walk away without uh, any injuries, but, you know, I ate shit, put myself on the ground, bounced and kept flying, and uh, all right. told Justin, I was like, yo, grab the radio. <laughs> you know, talk to my talk him down. I can't do it. Steve got wind of it. Came out and uh, absolutely reamed my ass. Reamed my ass. Reamed it right out. He's like, what the are you doing? He's like, who are you trying to impress? I'm like, Steve, no one. I'm just trying to practice. He's like, you're a fucking idiot, pretty much. Hmm. He's seen a lot of stuff in his time, you know? Sure. And he was so concerned about my safety, and I was pushing the limits, doing something stupid. And uh, pretty much had a... Broken tailbone, mess up my shoulder, and Steve's like, I'm, why don't you go ahead and go home for the day? Have a good evening. And, and think about it. He's like, if you want to have a long career in sport, he's like, you need to make better decisions. Sure. So I went home. He's like, yeah, you know, if you want to have a job still, pretty much come back tomorrow and work. So I came back the next day. My tailbone was broken. It's the fucking worst, isn't it? No, like literally like black from like my starfish all the way up to like my... Sure. Yeah, my back was terrible. Dude, when I fucking sneeze, my yeah. tailbone still cracks. And was, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, and then after the conversation that Steve had with me, I decided to continue to work for about six months with a uh, broken tailbone and other stuff. But, that yeah. shit never heals. Never does, but it was a good conversation. I learned from it, you know? Anyway, short story long. This whole conversation was supposed to be about Spaceland, but I do appreciate the voids a lot. You know, and where I'm at now is at Sky of Sussex, and they gave me the opportunity, and, you know, Rich over at Sky of Sussex, and Sean and everybody else, they're amazing. The instructors are fucking amazing. Yeah. It's a great fucking family, and the, the best thing I like about the drop zone is it's family, right? Sure. You, you don't work at that drop zone, and you don't get a job at the, at the drop zone unless you're uh, referred by one of the instructors. Yeah. Or you're bred there. 
I feel like Sussex really puts in a lot to their instructors. Just throw the can. Try to do that. Yeah. Do. Um, but like, like you just said, you're either brought in, referred, or you're bred there. Yeah, and that, that's the thing I think that really turned me on to him is that very similar to Spaceland style. Mm-hmm. They're into family. They're into breeding their own instructors on drop zone. Fucking hundred percent, dude. Yeah, yeah, and those those are the people that deserve it, really. Not to say that people can't come in, but I mean, why not hire within? You know, when you breed your own people to be students to coaches to AFF instructors to Tanums to videographers, you know, and that's what they did. They they breed their own people. Yeah, well, I mean, you start at Sussex, and I mean, I, I took my coach course there. Yeah. Um, I didn't start there. Uh, but I call it I call it my home DZ, even though I'm never you, fucking home. You, you say you say you say you didn't start there, but I, I mean that became yeah. your home drop zone, dude. You 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 can't go someplace. You have you have Rich and Shauna and Lauren and, and Kyle and Kyle. Yeah, uh, and you have you have these people that just really want to see you progress and become what you can become yeah. at, 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 at any point in time. And, you know, but, but they also make you like earn it. You got to prove yourself. You, you have know? to, you, yeah. you can't go in there and just be a fucking, uh, a fuck Jack. And, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. No, Shauna will vet you through everything. And as she should, right? Like she well, works for the USPA. So yeah, yeah. she should do what she, speaking of which Shauna Finley's coming out. Tomorrow, actually, Dean Dean lives in Dubai, so Shauna is probably live right now, and you're not going to come out. We we should call her. We should we, we should. should but her. she's down at um, Shenandoah right now. We should call her anyways. But before we do that, so I mean, we'll do that. you know, Sussex has been amazing. Great drop zone. Got and my got my start at San Marcos. Went to Spaceland. Spaceland bought San Marcos, a bunch of other drop zones, and then got the opportunity at Sussex and. Uh, yeah, pretty much Sussex, man. I fucking love you guys. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking pretty yeah. awesome, dude. Rich, Kyle, Lauren, Shauna, Chris, Kenny, and all you motherfuckers in the drop zone. I love you guys. Mr. Pearl. Chris Pearl. I love He's him. He's a man, dude. I love you guys. He is a manly man. He is. Yeah. So much man there. I just, I, I just love it, man. I'm I love thank- his Dodge I'm, Ram. Yeah, I'm thankful for the opportunity. For sure. I'm so fucking thankful yeah. you come down and just hammer it. Yeah. Like, fucking, and we get to hang out, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be an instructor and do, you know, 40 to 60 jumps a weekend, Sussex is, like, where it's at. You're going to learn a ton at that yeah. fucking drop zone. I mean, I'm still learning. I always do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, that's that's the sport, right? Like, you're yeah. not going to give up on learning, because if you do that, then just give up on the fucking sport because this sport's always progressing and yeah. we need to learn one of the um, other things i like about sussex too is that the fun jumper crew is still building you know still learning well it's a, it's a newer drop zone right like there's tons of fun jumpers and by the way some of those fun jumpers are doing things that are just outrageous yeah i mean they are no i remember i remember being there um you know sub 100 and meeting half these dudes and now seeing what these dudes are doing or guys and girls excuse me um there's some fucking shit happening at that i mean this drop zone is the drop zone well it it very quickly is going from a tandem factory to a student drop zone to a you know fun base and stuff like that absolutely 
you know, and for all for all the skyvers out there too, right? So all you motherfuckers that bitch about tandems that are drops in, right? If we you guys them. don't know this from a like business standpoint, you, you need fucking tandems. Tandems are what give you a drop and make it happen. You right? want to have twenty five dollar tickets? You yeah. need to have fucking tandems. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, where Sussex is at. I think it's come a long way from what I hear and for what I'm seeing. But the biggest thing too is a fungible base. Yeah, it's building. Well, yeah, and it's, it's very quickly becoming something greater than itself. Well, a lot of know? people are transferring to this drop zone yeah. because of what it is. Uh, you have drop zones. I mean, the whole Northeast is saturated with drop zones. I mean, I guess. I mean, the only drops I care about is Sussex. Man. <laughs> I jumped there one time, you, and I'm you like, gotta, I you gotta love diversify, this place. my man. Yeah, there's so yeah. so much in the Northeast. They're, they're like, you drive four and a half hours, nine hours round trip, come work here. They're like, why do you do that? I'm like, I, because I fucking love my family. Yeah, I love Sussex. I love the instructors, and I just love everything about it. You know. Well, I get I get that a lot from driving now to Niagara. Yeah. I, I'm fucking in love with Skydive the Falls. Yeah. Jason and Tom, dude, you guys, you guys have done something right. And the fact is, you're following Sussex, right? Like, you're dealing with everyone at Sussex. So, you boys, you got a fucking drop zone. I'm in love with it, though. Like, I bring my family to this drop zone because I know that my kids are going to have a fun time. My wife is going to have a fucking fun time. We're going to not just jump, we're going to eat wings. We're gonna go fishing. We're gonna go fucking pick up seagrass or whatever. Sea glass. I'm yeah. sorry. See, I mean, old beer bottles have been washed. Yeah, dude. Hey, real, that, real, real, real quick. While we're on like family and kids, right? Tell so me about family me, and kids, let me, man. Like rewind real quick. So yeah. this guy of Sussex. I met this guy named Jim McCabe. Mm-hmm. Got to start a different drop zone, and sure. he's been at Sussex for a while. And every weekend, his wife is there, and his kids are there. His kids. Have worked their way into the sport. They're packing, packing. Yeah, one of, one, packing one of them is, uh, is is pretty much running the the mat. Yep. You know, with Connor, um, very quickly becoming. You know really that good. Connor is friends with my cousin and lives like six miles away. Yeah, Connor also has a uh, a house up in um, but near Shroon Lake. They're supposed to invite me to, mm-hmm. but we won't talk about that, Connor. Um, but yeah, Jim's family, his entire family is in the drop zone right so his eldest son is yeah. packing and very quickly becoming a good guy ever his youngest son well middle son Aiden who's a G at packing yeah 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 dude Aiden's really good at packing you you, you get your family involved and that's yeah. just that yeah like, it's, so his kids are working at the drop zone both of his sons his little son Jim's starting to go mm-hmm his daughter is doing a business that drops in as well. All right. You know, it's just, it's an amazing thing to see. You know, what is she doing? She is uh, empanadas, by the way, are amazing. And uh, tea and lemonade and stuff. If you know Pussfoot, you know we love food. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We love food. So the food. whole family's there on the weekend. But here's the thing like, I see more kids at this drop zone mm-hmm. than I have anywhere else. Well, that's sure. one of the only drop zones where Ryan was like totally welcome. And they're like, hey, you want to learn how to pack? You want to learn how to do fucking anything? You know, and that's the only DZ where if she decides at 16 and I want to get a waiver, then we'll do it. But Mm. I'm not going to let her do it. I'm not going to let her do it. Don't worry. You know, I want her to be more canopy. Yeah, she's going to outfly. 
Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But, but I mean, um, like the whole family vibe there and stuff like that. It's just a great place to be, man. I'm super thankful for the opportunity and uh, yeah. Oh man, I love these motherfuckers for sure. They're, they're fucking super awesome. But yeah. at the same time, as as awesome as they are, there's still a lot of really fucking awesome drop zones in the Northeast. I mean, from Mike Manthe up through Jason and Tom and. I mean, that's on the Canadian border. Yeah, yeah. So if you're talking from Virginia all the way north. We have, I mean, the Northeast is jam-packed. Yeah, yeah. It's like growing in your teeth. No, it is. But a lot of these drop zones, too, like if you look at the progression of like Spaceland, right? Yeah. And Sussex is is growing as well, like Spaceland did. And, and Sussex is growing. And sure. other drops around are growing, you know? Yeah, I think that's really the thing. I think it's great, but I mean, they really need to start refining their process to grow, sure. you know? Well, I mean, if you look, if you look at COVID, Right, like the biggest problem okay, fu- for me. Fu- fuck COVID, fuck it's it. bullshit. So, like, I think last season we uh, in like one of the hot spots, in the United States, New York, New Jersey. Sure. No one got COVID all season. No one did. Yeah, no I one mean, did. But it, let's just let's just take the the. Okay, I'm just kidding. Maybe, maybe it was one person that was at a party one night or something at the end of the season. I don't they even were know. sharing lips. Yeah. But if you take if you take the political side of COVID out, like, like the biggest problem for me with covid was if you saw parachutists there was like 20 25 people getting their a license yeah. um, b license was like nil c nothing d nothing well, I, mean, I mean bro we shut down and we we're wearing masks yeah like from top to bottom in the plane on the ground all the way down idea. yeah but we followed the rules we got there and now we're out of that the pand- post pandemic i think it's great i mean if you, if you if you look at at our sport um right off the bat we fucking nailed this shit dude. Well, well here's the thing about covid right so covid shut everything down yeah right? but... everyone everyone fucking hates life they're all going through depression everyone wants to live so as soon as covid is pretty much post covid right we're out, out of the pandemic drops in their bang Everyone wants to fucking live, man. They want to live life. I'm well, now, yeah, you know? dude, look at it fucking now, dude. Yeah. You see this shit? It's, 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 it's growing. And you see tandems are fucking out of control. Yeah. This sport is just growing. Yeah. But... I mean, we're doing like 300 plus tandems a fucking weekend, dude. Like Up there, yeah. I mean, I, I can't get over how many they're doing. But look at the sport. So, by the way, if you want to come do a tandem and you're, uh, you know, within the, uh, you know three hour time from some Sussex, New Jersey, you need to come see us and do a tandem. And by the way, he's so sexy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you're sleeping over here tonight. I am sleeping over here tonight. We're yeah. gonna get weird. Definitely um, gonna get weird. It's already like, you know, one o'clock in the morning weird. It is. Yeah. It's definitely fucking one o'clock yeah, in the yeah, morning. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna go ahead and end this. But um, anyway, I feel like the sport's growing. You're doing amazing things. For the Hufo, you're taking tons of tandems. Yeah. You're doing good shit. You're still a shredder. You're not load organizing as much as you were because you're getting married. That's right. I, I am getting married in you like 12 are. days. Yeah, for 12 sure. fucking days. To a woman that I taught how to skydive back in like 2000. Breezy. Uh, yeah, yeah, like summer of 2019 or something like that. Whatever, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you did it. I mean, I think I'm not really load organizing as much because, like, you know, I turned 41, like, last year. Dude, fuck you, dude. I am miserable. Look, I am look, I am look, hurting. Look, 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 look. My feet look, hurt. My ankles are broken. I'm a, I'm a young my back fo- hurts. I'm, I'm a young 41. You're but, not a young 41. At, at, <laughs> some, at some point, thanks, thanks. So at some point, I have to go back to the real world, but I, 
I just don't think I'm organizing as much because like my priorities have changed. Well, you know, if you can get to a boogie that we get James at, you need to come uh, because he will he will do the same thing I will do. He will take up jump number twenty six. Yeah, if you if you got jump number twenty six, I'll teach you head down in the sky. Yeah. Like just just come to a party. Just kidding, not really. He will teach you head down. Yeah. Right? He promised already. Yeah. So, but seriously, come to a boogie. Where I'll, we're I'll teach you head down around a campfire, not in the sky, because <laughs> that'd be weird. Speaking of which, look at that flamethrower. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, that's a great uh, flamethrower. That was a yeah, fun was a time. time. Yeah. Yeah, you set my driveway on fire. With I that. did set the driveway on fire. That's right. Yeah. All right, so anyway, um, James England, come party with him. We are in the Northeast. He's up in Vermont. He's at Sussex every weekend. We're fucking just having fun, dude. Just want to have a fucking good time. We're having and, a good time. Yeah. And, and real quick, I just want to like thank a couple people, right? I want to thank my home drop zone when I first started skydive, Sky of New Mexico. Hell yeah, dude. Hey. Like in Berlin, just south of uh, New Mexico, it's a it was a club in uh, Sky of San Marcos, and Paul and Jim Illingsworth, who uh, and Eric Butts, who gave me the opportunity, uh, Hans Paulson at uh, Sky of the Farm in Georgia for also helping me out and giving me an opportunity. Well, they're still there. I, I understand that. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just thanking people. You know, they've helped me out through my life. You know, and then uh, you know you and Kevin. And, uh, thank you for being my buddy. You know the Boyds for. You know, help me refine my skills and give me an opportunity. Hey, why you know, not? Give me a chance, you know, when no one else would. I, I think that we should all give the boys a thank you because they've taken this sport and some dirty ass drop zones and turned them into amazing drop zones yeah. and really made the sport like. They've taken it to another level. Yeah, yeah. So yes, thank you, Boyd. Yeah, thank you, Steve Senior, uh, Steve Junior, and uh, Nicole, who supports and makes Steve Junior an amazing man. Yes. Uh, everyone at the drop zone for being amazing. Um, Shauna, Rich, Lauren, Kyle at Sussex for giving me an opportunity as well. And uh, yeah, I'm just kind of plugging all these people because that was my path. But uh, yeah, love you guys. You guys in the area, come see the sky of Sussex. Come hang out. And we'll fuck some shit up, for yeah. sure. So, all the Pussfoot peeps are up at Sussex. You can come. There's a giant Pussfoot logo. Um, thank you, Mike Manthe, for putting our logo on every airplane you own. You are the man. Speaking of the Boyds, and this is the last... I know that we're getting past the top of the hour here. Last thing. I, I, I got onto Steve's King Air, and I had on my altimeter, and... I took a picture saying, I'm never flying commercial again in uh, Katie's freaking seat. And I wound up on that fool of the drop zone fucking Instagram page. And they're like, look at this motherfucker with this thing on. Like, what is he doing? No, we didn't take off. No, we weren't flying. Yes, I was load organizing. I had been taking up, uh, I think I did 15 jumps that day. It was at Skydive Clewiston. And, um... Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually go or whatever. Anyway, it's over. James, how do they find you on Instagram or on Facebook? Uh, fuck social media. Yeah, uh, you can uh, text me at eight zero two eight two nine zero three four five. And that's his real phone number. A real fucking phone number. Go, go, pee pee. All right, I'm gonna go, go do pee-pee. it. He's got to go pee pee, guys. Anyway, I just want to say thank you for joining us for another episode of the Lunatic Fringe. Dean is healing. And, uh, hey, it is what it is. 
Blue Sky Magazine, you gotta go and fucking check them out at Icarus Canopies. Fuck yeah! Anyway, it is now 1.03 a.m. We've been drinking and driving electric motorcycles all night long. I appreciate you guys very much. I appreciate you dealing with the fact that Dean is not hosting all these anymore and I'm on. Um, if there's someone special you want me to bring in, let me know. And uh, anyway, cheers. Happy 4th of July, guys. Love you all. All right, there you go. Another episode of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void in the Can. This one with Mr. Brian Casserly. Brought to you, as always, by Fuck Yeah. That's right. Let's hear it. And Zero Sports and Icarus. Also brought to you by Pussfoot.com. Pussfoot.com, the Extreme Sports Collective. Brought to you by Summit Parachute Systems, Jarrett Martin, Badass Pilot Rigs, Badass Rigging Courses. And then there's me, as always, the fucking pilot. Fuckingpilot.net, theprincesspilot.com, both go to the same places. You can find the links to all the podcasts as well as both of the books, although I've discovered this podcast is available pretty much wherever the fuck you get your podcast. Anyway, have a good one. We'll see you next time. Damn.